Hello, friends. Welcome to the Brand Is You podcast. My name is Robin Savage. I am a copywriter and brand creator, and I am here to change the way you think about branding. I am here to tell you that the niche is dead. And in fact, we're going to take this conversation way beyond what a niche is or how to best copyright or how to attract your soul client. We're actually going to talk about the heart the soul, the impact, the drive, the why, the how of a brand that doesn't only support you financially and get your truth and your voice out there and make you visible in your industry. We're also going to get deep about how to build a true brand that has a lasting impact how to have service that doesn't only make ripples, but makes waves, how to dive in so deep to your vulnerable leadership that you attract people who are on the same mission as you. We're going to get transparent. We're going to get strategic. And most of all, we're going to get connected as we build a brand that is truly representative of who you are. Welcome to the brand is you. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Brand Is You podcast with me, Robin Savage. I'm a little stuffed up today, so you're going to have to bear with me, but I am excited to have this conversation with you. So the title of this podcast is, drumroll please, how to turn negative feedback into a positive brand experience. And if you listened to last week's podcast episode, you know that I offered you a reframe to turn failures or problems in your business into opportunities for growth. And the universe slapped me with a real big moment of truth to walk the walk on this and to lead myself through a moment of challenge in my business. And I wanted to share with you how I managed it and how I took this, you know, negative or critical feedback, we'll call it, um, how I took this critical feedback and made it constructive and how I turned it into a positive brand experience for the customer who had complained or, you know, shared this feedback with me. Okay. Because I think this is super important to know, not everything is going to be perfect in your brand. Every transaction is not going to be seamless. Not everyone that you ever sell something to is going to be a 12 out of 10 stoked. And that has to be okay, right? It has to be okay that not everything is going to be perfect if we are going to make progress. And this really struck me yesterday when this situation went down. So I'm going to share the situation with you and then I'm going to walk you through how I handled it so that hopefully when you encounter negative feedback or constructive feedback in your brand, you can use this as an example to lead yourself by. So I received some negative feedback or constructive feedback on a workshop that I hosted. And While I was leading the workshop, you know, there were definitely a few hiccups and I had noticed that this particular client or customer was brand new to my world. So right after the workshop, I reached out to her and I said, what did you think? And I love to do this first and foremost is to build relationships with 
people in my world and personally messaging people who pay to come to your things, having these conversations, even opening up conversations to ask, how was it? What did you think? Is a really good way to, first of all, let people know that you notice them and to invite them to actually open up a conversation with you. So I sent her this message and then she responded to me and she said, actually, X, Y, and Z. And there were a few, I don't even want to call them complaints. There were sort of acknowledgements of things that she, A, thought could have gone better and B, distractions that came up through the workshop that kind of threw her off. She said the content was great and she got a lot from it and X, Y, and Z. And so first and foremost, I will be completely honest with you. As a creator, you know that all art is sacred. All art is personal. I don't care whether you're selling a mug you made or a book you wrote or a video you recorded or a paper you wrote or even a balance sheet, right? Like work that we do is personal and we take it personally when we get feedback on the things that we are creating in the world. And this is a huge body of work for me is like taking things in the world less personally, period. It holds me back a lot, actually, and it throws me off emotionally. So I've been working on this practice probably, honestly, for the last couple of years in therapy, it, you know, in a lot of my journaling sessions, like how can I take the world less personally? So I really had that personal work that I've done on my side. And in this moment, I really noticed how that served me. So I got the message and... I was like, okay, first and foremost, ego check. Like, our egos do not like to be put down. They do not like to be made wrong. They do not like to be made fools of. And their job is to literally comfort us and keep us safe. So you're going to notice the minute you get constructive or negative feedback that your ego starts to throw a tantrum. And for me in this moment, I noticed uh, like a wall of resistance, kind of like a... Um, electric fence, kind of like, zzz, you know, like I felt it kind of like that energy rise to the surface and I caught it right away. Like, nope, this isn't personal. It's not an attack. It's not someone diminishing you or trying to take you down. It is constructive feedback and even slightly negative feedback. And that's okay. Can we be okay? So I got my ego on my side. I dropped the internal narrative that tried to defend myself and I received the constructive feedback with peace. And that made a huge difference in how I handled the rest of the situation. So I'd say I took like three to five deep breaths, read the message a few times, closed my phone, let it be. I really did this, guys. Like I just let it be for probably at least a half an hour or something and allowed myself to process it a little bit before I sent my response. And I think that this is hugely important. If you are the one responding to these messages, then it's really important that it's not done from an emotionally charged place, okay? So after I processed the answer, I asked myself, can I see their point of view? And what do I wanna do about the information that I've received? For me, the answer was yes. I can totally see her point of view. I can see how that would be distracting. I can see that that didn't go perfectly. And I can totally understand where you're coming from. And I honor that. Can I honor 
my client's experience, I think this is a really important question to ask ourselves. Our client is having their very own experience of us, right? Whatever your work is, whatever the product is that you're selling, whoever buys it or consumes it is allowed to have their very own experience of that thing. For example, I could read a Brene Brown book and think to myself, wow, this is the best book I've ever read. I'm going to recommend this to everybody. My best friend could read the exact same Brene Brown book and think, wow, that book sucked, right? Like have a completely different experience of the same product. So it's really important that we ask ourselves, am I able to remove my ego from the equation and honor the different experience that my client or consumer had? And can I not make it right or wrong? Can I not judge them? Can I not project negative emotions onto them? But instead, can I stay neutral in this experience that I'm having as the seller, as the creator, and say to myself, hey, okay, that person had a different experience of my art than I was intending them to have or that I hoped that they would have, okay? By honoring that other person's experience, we tend to make it easier and softer to be in response rather than reaction, right? So once I realized, okay, yeah, I can totally see her point of view. And then the second part to that question was like, okay, now what am I going to do about the information? Like, what am I going to do with this? I think it's important to have this little aside chat where it's like, you know, feedback is really only constructive if we allow it to change us. So I really want to hear you. You know, I want to hear you as my clients. I want to hear you as my consumers. So even before I messaged this woman back, I had already gone to my work journal. Yes, I have a separate journal for my work stuff. I went to my journal. I was like, okay, here's how I'm going to apply these changes to my next workshop. Here's what I'm really going to extract from this feedback to change the next experience because here's what I don't want. I do not want that woman to come back to my next workshop and to have a repeat experience of the one that she just had because then my brand experience goes way down right? Like why ask for feedback if you're not going to receive the feedback and then apply the changes? So I went to my journal, I wrote these three things down and I was like, yes, yes, yes. Those all feel like positive new standards I can put in place in my own brand to raise the brand experience for all of my clients and particularly this one woman. So what do I want to do about the information? And then once I'd answered that question and I was in a really good place with it, I messaged her back and I said, Hey, thank you so much for this feedback. I totally hear you. And I can understand those things would be frustrating. Unfortunately, some of it was a little bit out of my control, but the things that were inside my control, you know, thank you so much for pointing those things out. I can take that information and apply it to my next workshop. I also offered her a refund. So I thanked her for her feedback and I offered her a refund. And In doing these things, I hope that this woman really felt like we were in a conversation. You know, she's not filling out a robotic feedback form and hoping that someone sees it. We're not in this, like, you know, confrontational situation. It's just two women, two business owners having a conversation, a truthful, honest, real, raw conversation. And so 
I offered her a refund and said, you know, I can totally understand where you're at. I'm going to take those changes, apply them to the next workshop. And if you want a refund because that experience wasn't what you expected or had hoped for, I'm totally happy to honor that. You can email our team, whatever. Anyways, she emailed me or she messaged me back the next day and she said, thank you so much for opening up the conversation to provide the feedback and for receiving the feedback. And I don't want a refund and that was it. You know, it was just like a really kind, simple kind of three line message. So next I responded to her with a personal message about her business. So I said, listen, you know, I was in that industry. I love what you're doing. I really hope we can stay in touch and I hope for a second chance. I hope something else speaks to you one day and I have another chance to connect with you and that that resonates on a deeper level. So all in all, Receiving this feedback from the client was really helpful for me. In all honesty, one of my brand goals this year is to increase my brand experience. And I need people like that to say, hey, just so you know, this could have gone better. And if I had honestly reflected on the workshop with a clear mind, which the snot is sort of <laughs> preventing me from doing in this moment, but if I had been able to reflect on that workshop and really ask myself what could have gone better, I would have said the exact same things that that woman said. So she was helping by reflecting back to me the things that I knew were true about my brand experience. And it made it real for me. It gave me a real tangible opportunity in words, in a message, by providing that feedback and having to listen because that's the type of leader I want to be to say, okay, now I'm going to make these tangible changes. And this is going to become a real change in my brand. So I wanted to offer this conversation to you and share this with you and open up and be fully transparent about this because I think that if we are selling something, especially a service where it can be interpreted or it can be experienced in so many different ways, I think it's really important that we're holding ourselves accountable to a, up-leveling our performance and our standards in our business, going for quality, and also being brave enough to have these hard conversations with strangers on the internet who are providing us with feedback, right? Is this valid? Does this feel like truth for me? Can I actually learn something from this and apply it to my brand and business in a way that's going to make me better? And that's where I think this conversation becomes super important. So I want to end this podcast with a question for you. Where could you be better? Where could you be doing better? How could you raise the standards in your brand in a way that you can see? Okay. Are you open to receiving feedback? How does your ego feel about people telling you that that wasn't great actually? Okay. How do you lead yourself through hard moments like that? And are you open to experience them? I think as we expand as entrepreneurs and as we have these big visions and big dreams for our businesses to scale, to have incredible impact, to have more customers and clients and to sell more and to make this massive ripple on the planet, I think it's really important that we can sit sometimes in these uncomfortable situations and discover how we can grow.
So here's to 2023 and what's ahead. Here's to raising the standards of our brand experiences, the quality of our products and services, and being open to leading ourselves through really hard conversations that result in a lot of growth. To recap, here were the specific steps I took to handle this specific situation. I... To recap, here are the specific actions I took to deal with this feedback. I opened up the opportunity for feedback to begin with by following up with a brand new customer to see what her experience had been. Then I checked my ego at the door as the response was something I wasn't really hoping for. Then I asked myself, can I see her point of view? And what do I want to do with the information I've received? Next, I messaged the client back from a responsive place rather than a reactive place, offering her a refund and honoring what she had said. Next, I responded with a personal message and asked to keep in touch. I think overall this would probably count. I think overall this would be considered a positive brand experience for this customer because of the way that it was handled. But had it been left at a workshop that she found slightly distracting, I'm not sure that she would have come back. I think that the way this situation was handled gave her an opportunity to perhaps come back for more and try again just by being heard and being given the opportunity to have that direct conversation with me. I hope that this episode really supports you in building a brand experience that you're proud of and that feels really in integrity with your level of leadership and your price points. If there's anything I can support you with in building your personal brand in content and copywriting, you can find me over on Instagram at Robin underscore Savage. I'm always happy to open up conversations and you can find all the direct links to work with me. See you right here next week on the Brand Is You podcast.